On March 11, 2020, after months of uncontrolled cases of COVID-19 in Wuhan, China, the World Health Organization made the shocking revelation that the spread of COVID-19 had become a pandemic. What would result in the shutdown of the world economy and restrictions in international traveling, experts were tasked with the question of how did this happen and where did it come from? Was the pandemic due to one person eating an infected bat? Was the coronavirus developed in the Wuhan laboratory as a bioweapon? Or was it 5G? I am your social chemist Nelson, and today we're covering the 5G conspiracy theory. If you're listening on Spotify, click on that follow button for me. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, click on that subscribe button and leave me a five-star review. By doing so, you help expose this podcast to people who might be interested in conspiracy theories within politics. You can follow me on Facebook and on Instagram at The Social Chemist. If possible, share this podcast with your friends to have some interesting discussions about today's podcast. For this episode, you can find all the references under the description section. Now, before I start, I have some good news and bad news. Uh, the good news is that this is a new episode. The bad news is that I've decided to take a break for a while. This upcoming fall, I'll be doing my internship and I won't have time to create content for this podcast, especially since I'm a full-time worker at Amazon. However, I decided that during my break, I'll make episodes that I'll publish once I come back, probably around December, January. I feel like doing it this way is better because every time I create an episode, I feel rushed in publishing it. This ruins the quality and the amount of information I can include in each episode. By the time I come back, I should have a couple of episodes that I'll be able to post weekly, so don't worry, I won't be gone forever. In the meantime, I'll be active on Instagram, so I recommend following me if you're interested in what I'm up to or my thoughts on political and conspiratorial issues. With that being said, let's dive in. In this episode, I'm going to emphasize the 5G because honestly, the 5G conspiracy theory is actually one of my favorites. It's so versatile, and since the logo of this podcast is a 5G tower with the coronavirus coming out of it, I thought it would be appropriate to cover this conspiracy. If you follow me on Instagram when I got my vaccine shot against COVID, I actually wore a shirt that said, when in doubt, blame 5G, and I'm upset that the nurses didn't like notice it, but you know, it is what it is. Now, one of the things that makes covering the 5G conspiracy theory difficult is that social media websites like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram have removed a lot of the conspiratorial content, and so it's very hard to actually find raw material from actual conspiracy theorists. In spite of that, I was still able to find enough information to make this episode interesting. For this episode, we're going to be covering the origins of the 5G conspiracy, the different versions of the 5G conspiracy theory, and what makes this a conspiracy theory and the type of conspiracy theories that believe in this wild belief. So the fear of 5G derives from the fear of radiations that can actually be traced back to the 1920s with the introduction of radios. At the time, people were concerned that radios actually emitted high levels of radiation, and much of this scare was exaggerated in the 1950s and 60s with the introduction of x-rays for medical use. In modern time, the fundamental misunderstanding of radiations, or electric magnetic frequency, EMF, as I'll be referring to it from this point on during the episode, had led to a lot of misinformation about 3G, 4G, and even your microwave. A couple of years ago, it was rumored that microwaving your food would increase the likelihood of a person developing cancer. The idea was that since your food had been exposed to EMF, that it would somehow mutate your cells to form cancer once it was inside your stomach. Now, while EMF can lead to the development of cancer, and while microwaves do emit EMF, this is a simplified way of looking at the science behind EMF 
and a simplification that is often exploited by conspiracy theorists. In reality, EMF runs on a spectrum from harmless to significantly dangerous. In science terms, there are two types of EMFs, non-ionizing and ionizing. When it comes to non-ionizing EMFs, some of these include 3G, 4G, 5G, basically your iPhone, your television, the headphones you're using to listen to this podcast, your Wi-Fi router, and even sound. Fun fact, did you know that your light bulb produces a stronger degree of EMF than 5G? Where's that anti-movement? Anyways, ionizing EMFs are the ones that can actually lead to cancer if a person is exposed to it for too long. In this category, you have UV lights, x-rays, and gamma rays. And before you cancel your dentist appointment, because I mentioned x-rays, remember, I said for a long period of time. And anyways, they normally put something on you to protect you from high levels of EMFs. Or at least my dentist does. I don't know about you guys. But Nelson, how can you tell the difference between non-ionizing and ionizing EMFs? Well, I'm glad you asked because I actually did research to understand this concept. If you check on the reference section for this episode, I'll leave a link that will take you to a graph of the electromagnetic spectrum on my Instagram, as well as a video from SciShow that does a better job at explaining EMFs than I ever could. So where did this conspiracy theory originate from? Sometime during the early days of the pandemic, a video began circulating of a doctor named Thomas Cohen who explained that the cause of the pandemic was because of 5G. In a now-removed video, Mr. Cohen made the claim that as soon as China had installed 5G towers that the emergence of COVID-19 had begun and therefore was evidence that 5G was the cause of this pandemic. However, there's a couple of problems with this conspiracy theory. For one, 5G was launched in April 2019 in South Korea, so where the fuck was COVID? Two, during the early days of the pandemic, Iraq had made the top three most infected nations battling the coronavirus, but yet they did not have 5G. Now, one thing that I actually love about the video of Mr. Cohen explaining his conspiracy theory was his elementary drawing that he did on the board and how everyone was like, yeah, that seems fucking legit. Whatever he's saying is absolutely fucking true. So let's cover the different variations of this conspiracy. And since there are so many, we're only going to talk about the three prominent ones. The first one is that 5G weakens your immune system. As mentioned earlier in this episode, high levels of ionizing EMFs can cause damage to the body, but non-ionizing EMFs like your light bulb does not. The second is that 5G actually causes the coronavirus. That essentially 5G is so powerful that the EMF that it emits blasts the virus into your body. Now, if you've taken a general biology course, you know that's absolute bullshit. That's not how viruses work. The third one, and my favorite one, is that the lockdowns around the world was for the New World Order, Bill Gates, or the Ununaki, or all three if you're balls deep into the rabbit hole, was a plot to install 5G in every block and enforce a microchip via a vaccine so they could systematically depopulate the world. But where does this particular Bill Gates conspiracy theory come from? Back in 2010, Bill Gates gave a TED Talk presentation in where he advocated for a reduction of CO2 emission that is one of many contributing factors to climate change. In this presentation, he shares a formula as followed. CO2 equals P times S times E times C. In his explanation of the variable of P, which stands for population, Bill Gates says the following statement. The world today has 6.8 billion people. That's headed up to about 9 billion. Now, If we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we lower that by perhaps 10 or 15%. Now, conspiracy theorists have interpreted this statement by saying that Bill Gates has confessed to advocating the systematic depopulation of the world. 
However, conspiracy fanatics ignored the initial statement about how the population in 2010 of 6.8 billion people was going to increase. The key word in his statement is headed up. In Bill Gates' TED Talk, he doesn't advocate for the murder of the current population. He wants to reduce the number of childbirths in developing countries. But Nelson, why would anyone advocate for such a horrible thing? People should have as many children as they want, and no billionaire should tell them what they can and cannot do. Now, if you thought this, chances are you live in a developed nation like America. And you're thinking to yourself, people have children because they want to raise a family. While part of that is true, in countries located in Africa, having children survive into adults is the difference between surviving poverty and dying. See, because unlike in developed countries where Western medicine has reduced child mortality, in developing countries, this issue is still a major problem. For this reason, when women have multiple children, it's not because they want a big family. It's because chances are some of the kids that they will have will not survive to become full adults. And having only one child is just a risk many women cannot afford to take. Unfortunately, as vaccinations increase in African countries, child mortality reduces and women feel more confident in having fewer children that will survive to be adults. By reducing the number of children born, this would decrease the amount of CO2 that is put out, seeing that humans are the biggest producers of CO2, which impacts climate change. Now, interestingly enough, in this same TED Talk, three important themes are mentioned, the three being climate change, switching from fossil fuel to electric energy, and vaccines. And I don't know about you guys, but when people talk about these topics, there's a certain political party that tends to get triggered. And I'm just saying, I see a pattern here. I see a conspiracy. So what makes 5J conspiracy theory? Well, if you look at the three variations of the COVID-19 pandemic, you'll notice that two of them are missing an important element to the existential threat model. For first-time listeners, I'll leave a link to the episode in the description where I go in detail explaining this model. If we look at the first two explanations about how 5G weakens our immune system or 5G blasts the virus into our body, we have the existential threat and the understanding of the threat, but we're missing the antagonistic outgroup. In both explanations, the threat is identified as 5G, while the understanding of the threat is either our weakened immune system or the virus being shot at us via a phone tower. But neither statement ever mentions a conspirator. So in other words, this isn't a conspiracy theory as much as it's a misunderstanding of how 5G and viruses function, aka misinformation. If we look at our third explanation of the COVID-19 pandemic, the existential threat of 5G actually becomes our understanding of the conspiracy. How come? Well, because in the third explanation, the existential threat isn't 5G, it's depopulation. From a conspiratorial perspective, this would be achieved through 5G, which is the understanding of the threat and how it would be implemented. And since Bill Gates, the New World Order, the Illuminati, or the Ununaki are the perpetrators, this feels the third element of the existential threat model, fulfilling all three requirements for a conspiracy theory. Now let's talk about the type of conspiracy theories that the 5G movement has exposed, and we're going to cover five types of conspiracy fanatics. In the Tuskegee experiment and transactional relationship between conspiracy producer and consumer, we talked about the conspiracy theory consumer, distributor, and producer, as well as the approach and avoided oriented conspiracy theorist. During the lockdowns, many popular actors and singers began sharing posts about the dangers of 5G. Such people include rapper Wiz Khalifa, rapper M.I.A., which actually depresses me because I love her song Paper Planes, and sadly she's an anti-vaxxer as well. 
Woody Harrelson, and actor John Kasich, known for playing the lead role in the movie 2012. He shared a tweet about the harms of 5G and then deleted it, but not before calling everyone who disagreed with him a fucking sheep. <laughs> and Fran Drazer, I'm sorry, I can't, I, her name is like pretty difficult to pronounce for some unknown reason, but she's known for her role in the popular sitcom The Nanny. So besides their fear of 5G, the one thing that they all have in common is that they have more than 60,000 followers, and when they started to share conspiracy theories about 5G, they helped spread the misinformation and conspiracy theory about phone towers. These people are what we would refer to as conspiracy distributors because they were distributing bullshit at an effective pace. Then we have the conspiracy theory producers, who often exploit conspiracy theories in an attempt to sell snake oil, or in this instance, 5G protection gear, quote-unquote. For example, Mark Steele, a prominent opponent of 5G technology, started selling USBs that supposedly create some form of holographic shield that protects you from 5G radiation on his website 5gbioshield.com. Now for conspiracy theory consumers, which is the target audience for a conspiracy distributor, many have no problem paying $900 for a fucking USB. However, if that's too much money for you, don't worry, you can find other useless items that claim to protect you from 5G. These include a 5G EMF radiation protection shield blocker bracelet that not only protects you from radiation, it also helps your immune system and energy healing. And you can get this for $34.95 on Amazon. Another item you can find is the 5G EMF protection and energy field enhancement device, which sounds all high tech until you realize it's a $40 sticker that claims to be 100% scientifically proven to be effective against 5G. According to one of the reviews for this item, if you buy it, you can't get a refund. So that should tell you a lot about the type of garbage conspiracy producers try to sell to make a profit. By the way, if any of you guys are interested in purchasing any of these items, I'll leave a link in the description below so you can look at the prices yourself. It's fucking ridiculous what you can find on Amazon. And what I find the most ironic about conspiracy theorists is that they will oftentimes refuse Western treatment because of Big Pharma, but will have no problem paying $40 to $900 for products that do absolutely nothing. And that just blows my mind. But anyway... We then come to our last two types of conspiracy theorists, the avoidant and approach-oriented conspiracy fanatic. Now, unlike anti-vaxxers that mostly consist of the avoidant-oriented conspiracy theorists, the 5G conspiracy theorist composes more of the approach-conspiratorial expression. But what makes an approach-oriented conspiracy theorist? Well, there are four elements, anger, protest behavior, hostility and aggression, and radicalization. In the United Kingdom, New Zealand, and parts of Australia, conspiracy theorists became so fearful of 5G cellular towers that more than 20 5G towers were burned down in 2020. Worst of all, it was reported that telecom technicians were often harassed by 5G conspiracy theorists and sometimes even attacked. On Facebook, there's a group called Americans for Responsible Technology, an anti-5G conspiracy group that advocates for the removal of 5G in residential neighborhoods. This same group is also against Wi-Fi and are attempting to remove internet service from planes because the radiation of the Wi-Fi is potentially harmful, according to them. That's how deep these motherfuckers go. Looking at the four elements of the approach-oriented conspiracy, we see that 5G conspiracy theorists fit all four criteria. 
the anger that is expressed by 5G conspiracy theories when they are questioned about their beliefs, like John Kasich was. The protest behavior of groups like Americans for Responsible Technology, who advocate for the removal of 5G, the hostile attacks and aggression towards telecom technicians, and the radicalization that Bill Gates is trying to depopulate the world via 5G fit the description of the approach-oriented conspiracy theorist. But what about the avoidant approach conspiracy theorist? What elements make that conspiracy theorist? Well, in this expression, there are three elements. Fear, social withdrawal, and avoidance. A while back, a couple on Facebook had complained of feeling dizziness, getting headaches, and feeling nauseous when 5G was installed in their neighborhood, according to the couple. They were so convinced that 5G was the cause of their problems that they eventually decided to leave the city and live in the farmland. Now, I was unable to find the video that I'm talking about, but in this example, this couple expressed the avoidant expression of conspiratorial ideologies. This is because, for one, their connection between 5G and their symptoms led them to believe that the 5G EMF radiation was harmful, which created fear. And more importantly, they wanted to avoid future exposure to 5G. Now, in the video, they don't meet the third criteria of social withdrawal. But if an expert on EMF radiation explained to them how 5G works, I wonder if this couple would listen or instantly reject their explanation and shun them away. In the end, the 5G conspiracy, while being laughable, has shown the dangers of conspiratorial ideologies. The speed in which it spreads and is promoted by popular actors and singers demonstrates how contagious these cognitive ideas can become. How it can convince people to spend hundreds of dollars on USBs and EMF protection clothing and lead others to burn down phone towers. If conspiracy theorists are willing to go this far to attack an inanimate object, imagine what happens when a conspiracy isn't about 5G, but actual people. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'll see you guys in a couple of months. And as always, question everything with logic.